and we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. As in, why don't I have my blue hat on? Some people remember about that. Those of you that are listening after the fact, yeah, you didn't know. I wear, I've wear. i been wearing a blue hat for a long time now because A, it's not red, and B, it's for cancer because fuck cancer. This podcast, this vlogcast, started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effects because Joey Dallin and I, well, you know, listen to us for a little while. You'll figure out. We, we needed somewhere to be able to vent. This was the perfect opportunity. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me under that name pretty much everywhere. S-H-U-J-I-N. After that, you're on your own. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody for tonight. Top left-hand corner of the bingo card is currently empty. I don't know where Dallin is right now. We're kind of waiting to see what happens. But Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. A little off to the right, Joey, glad you could make it. If I had ammunition, you would not be here. Yes, that's a throwback to last night's show. And off to the right-hand coast, Unreno Tech, good to have you back. Hey, guys. Uh, and further along over, we're not quite sure where uh, Joseph is at the moment. He did chime in that he was here, but he hasn't joined us on the call yet. Don't know why. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it from there. Backtracking, however, to what is currently the one of the focus foci, foci past foci of the... Um, you went ahead and you changed the video settings, so now you've got Bridget's name and Bridget's <laughs> got Joey's name and Joey's got a Renault Tech's name. I didn't know I was going to do that, but that's funny as heck. You <laughs> say that. Now now I know that I can do this. The power. That's fine. Let me put Does this. Does that mean we're going to have to call you Bridget Fitch from now on? No, because I'm fixing it on screen as we Okay, going. Joey, we got this. However, bringing us back to uh, the the wonderful Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's not a state. It's a Commonwealth. For those of you that didn't know. Joining us from uh, Barroom Atheist, which may still live, thrive, and survive again. Bill, good to have you back. Well, greetings from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, by the way, uh, where we had the freest, fairest election in history. Yes. According, although, according to our lieutenant governor, they did find voter fraud. Um, How many dozen? Well, all the vote went to Trump because there was one that was cast fraudulently. And the other one was an attempted where a guy was trying to vote for Trump twice. In all the looking, that's what we found. Where were the, where were the two accusations of dead people? That actually weren't dead. What state uh, was that? Georgia, if I remember correctly. Well, we had it in PA too. They do it all the time. Yeah, it's a that's just misinformation. Yeah, yeah. There, there, are, there were there like are two dead people on the rolls. Well, there were two people who voted, but one of them was like a Mrs. Whatever yes. her husband's name was. Yep, and she was alive and well. Yep, that was Georgia. Wow. And you know they like to point the fact that there's dead people on the rolls and. Anybody who can ever tell, who's ever lost anybody can tell you that your first call is not to the voting board. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not what you do. You know, like, uh, we'll call the mortuary in a little bit. You know, grandma's <laughs> gone, but first we better make sure she's taken off the voter rolls because that happens. Yeah, right? that's that's important. <laughs> You See, don't. I, I, my priorities are way off balance. I usually call uh, when there's a death in the family. The first thing I do is I find the nearest roadside grill. <laughs> but still not the voter rolls. No. no, 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 still not. So welcome to the show, everybody. We hope that you are going to have yourself uh, an entertaining time if you're going to be staying with us. Now, as is my normal at the beginnings of these shows, I did mark this as being a not-safe-for-work episode. If you should not be listening to the show for whatever reason, or you don't think that a show like this should be something that you want to be listening to, fast forward to the next episode or somebody else's and come back to it later when you want to. We're not going to force it down your throat. Remember, you joined us, little wallflower. We didn't come down and jump down your ear holes. There's a there's a line in here of trying to remember what the joke is supposed to be, but you know what? Eh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, we've we've got a lot that we're going to end up talking about. Let me get uh, let me get one of the important pieces out of the way. I talked to uh, I talked to my friends tonight instead of going to visit. There are four of us that get together on uh, on a Saturday typically, and we have been basically indoors for months. So for us, the likelihood of there being anything is minuscule. And we got together uh, online today, and I gave my friends the suggestions as to what what beer should I try tonight? Well, tonight, by their recommendation, I am doing the glass bottle Guinness. And I've been uh, I've been good. This one is the extra stout. I've had good success with uh, Guinness before. Well, 50-50. One secret with the stout. Hmm. It makes a good milkshake. What? Little Yes. The extra stout mixed in with a little bit of chocolate syrup and vanilla bean ice cream makes a good beer milkshake. I, I am a big fan of the Guinness float myself, so yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah. The the key is is getting it to where you like it, where the, the chocolate doesn't overpower the beer or vice versa, your palate varies. So you actually have to figure out the blend for yourself. But um, I never start with a whole bottle of beer because that just gets watered down. Yeah, that's okay. But anyway, um, like I said, I have had good success with this before. I recognize the smell as soon as I popped it open, which is, yeah. I mean, it, it starts... It's not exactly it's beer. It's got that start at first, and then I start to get the rest of the smell. Because I, I don't, I don't know how well you remember, Bill, but I have been, you know, I've been trying different beers for weeks and months, just, just cause. So for the hell of it, oh, ooh, that is dark. Oh, I was I was thinking about uh, which one was it that I had uh, recently, Jenny. And Genesee cream ale? No, 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 just Jenny. Okay. And I, re I I was listening to that particular episode, and I was 
hearing how I said, yeah, you know, we, we talk about some of these and they look like carbonated horse piss. And I held it up to the camera and you could see like right through it. And everybody's just like, yep. But uh, this time, nope. It's pulling the reflection off the screen. It looks like the bear's blue. It's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. folks. <laughs> this is why the Falklands War was not a war for land or oil. It was a war for penguins. As you know, they are a essential ingredient to the production of Guinness. You boil them up, the white stuff floats to the top. You do that way too well. So help me. If we could ever get Sir Richard Attenborough to do that, I would cream myself. That was pretty good. I should really let this sit for a little bit, though. And now I have Brian Blessed in my head. What do you mean, fucking penguins? The only good penguin is a slippered penguin. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't do that, Amo. I didn't, to the show. I didn't, that didn't feel good. Anywho, so how about I get things rolling with uh, the five-minute freestyle because uh, we got stuff, and you guys can uh, take a look over at the uh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the 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 horrible scopes and be ready for that when that's coming up. By the way, for those of you who are watching live, of course, you know, hi, welcome, Stephanie. I know you're over there, and hi, thank you. I don't know what happened where the link wasn't working or whatever, so I don't know. I know that we're here and we're working, and that's that's the important part. So. Good on that. Um, you can see us, right? Because I mean, Stephanie normally would be chiming in a little bit by now, so I'm I'm a little weird that weirded out that it's not coming through. Ooh, I don't know. Apparently, according to her, uh, Stephanie is getting some kind of weird kickback from YouTube uh, before the show started. Yeah, saying that it was suspected okay. her being underage. Oh, there it is. Yeah, well, when I do the Not Safe for Work episodes, I do specifically uh, have YouTube know for well that it is supposed to be age uh, age checked. So she she just popped up in ch in live chat. She can see in here fine. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I I got it. Hi, Stephanie. That stuff's pretty good. Actually, I'm not so sure about this one. I don't think that I've done the extra stout before, so this is... I'll give this one a little bit of time to kind of warm up a little bit and see where it takes us. Anyway, so for this week's 5-Minute Freestyle, I want to remind you, I did do writing again. And this is where things get to be a little bit more interesting, because when I do writing, you know I've got shit that's going down. So, with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts right now, except that I don't have you guys showing up on the screen. Why not? Where is... Hold on a second. Where are you guys? There we go. Now I've got you guys on the screen again. And that's okay that it took me 15 seconds, because... This isn't exactly going to be a long one. 
I dealt with someone this week on Facebook. <laughs> oh, you know how these things go. Yeah, there, there are a couple people who are really on my list, but there are some for whom, you know, there's a there's a one-off that happens, and technically this one's kind of a one-off. Person had said, guys, I voted for Obama. It's called politics. Just because you're president, you cannot control the world. You need to work both sides of the aisle. Take your win and be happy. I will support Biden. Please don't burn down our cities. Hashtag back the blue. Okay. Huh. First off, <clears throat> the whole back the blue hashtag in the middle of we're dealing with questions about the presidency has no place. So for that, you get one dumbass mark. But this had been a little bit of a back and forth about, you know, well, you know, you shouldn't be so upset and angry with Republicans because, I mean, you know, they're, they've been in charge and they've done what they're supposed to do, which is, you know, do what they do. I'm highly paraphrasing. But I responded. And I copied and pasted what I wrote, not even 20 minutes after I posted it. Here, into my notes, so that I could regale you all. And I will die on this hill. I responded, quote... Just because you're president, you cannot control the world? That's what the three co-equal branch design is supposed to ensure doesn't happen for any of them. And yet, the entire R club said, Nah, man. Not only will we turn a blind eye to this president's malfeasance, which, by the way, I actually did spell that correctly the first time. I was proud of myself on that. But we'll cry the whole time to everyone that we've been hurt because we're not following the law. Oh, and remember how the Republican platform this year was, we'll do whatever Mr. Trump wants to do. Take your win and be happy? Happy. You, you think we're happy? about this. The entire presidency has been moment after moment of the worst possible person in charge of the worst possible people who think that so long as I've got mine, fuck everyone else. It has been for years of the disenfranchised, the downtrodden, the Teeming masses wishing to breathe free being crunched under the jackboots of little authoritarian fascists and Nazis. Even freaking Godwin himself said Godwin's law doesn't apply to the current day. You think we're happy about this election? We have literal decades of work ahead of us to stop global climate change, eradicating a once-in-a-century pandemic, how to save millions from economic ruin it's causing, rebuild the safeguards of our co-equal checks and balances in government, hold those responsibles for its abuses accountable, oh, and on top of all this shit, 
find a way to eliminate literal Nazis and race supremacists from our society. Meaning, we could take a lesson from goddamn Germany about all this. Be happy and go home? Get wrecked! I got 10 seconds left on the clock, and you know what? I'm gonna add to that. Let's eliminate Get Wrecked. Go fuck yourself. This is episode 337 on the docket, Runner. Come on. Let's get nuts. Yes. I was channeling my inner Batman for that one. You're welcome. I'm right here. Yes, you are. And so is Joseph. Joining us from overseas into uh, into uh, Paris, France. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. Your microphone is exceedingly soft tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, instead of sitting on the microphone, move it up to your mouth. I'm just saying, you know, just because somebody says you talk out your ass doesn't mean you put your microphone down there. That's a joke, isn't Dude, super it, quiet. Dude, it sounds like you literally are like holding the microphone at arm's length and you have a pillow over it trying to suffocate it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if 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 there's any way for you to bring it closer for your face, that would be wonderful. Double check your input uh device. You might have uh two. You might have one in your webcam and one in your headset, and it might be trying to pick up your webcam one instead. Uh, webcams instead. All right. Well, we're waiting on that, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that plays. What say we see if uh, if we can get to the horrible scopes here in just a couple of seconds? Uh, I did go look up information about Rafe Badawi. Unfortunately, we have no new information on his condition, and being that that is the case, as the recording of tonight's show. It has now been eight years, four months, 30 days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So the, uh, the election results page from AP, I think I can, I think I can close that for tonight. Cause I mean, it's not like they're going to be counting at this point in the night. I don't think. I don't think that's real likely. Anyway. And Stephanie, yep, we, we know we're kind of working that over. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. So, while we see what we can do about that, folks, you ready to go ahead and do these scopes? Don't all chime in at once. Everybody roll initiative. Dude, balls to the wall. Let's do it. Close you know what? If you want to roll initiative, okay, sure. I got this. No, right we did that yes. last night. That's a, that's I, a I got a solid uh, titanium steel D20. <laughs> that's all well and good. Yeah. Now I'm officially jealous, dude. <laughs> they also come in, um, you can get different manufacturers. They'll do them in brass. They'll do them in steel, aluminum, all the different metals. Uh, I went with titanium because I knew one, it would never it would virtually like take a really long time to rust. 
And uh, two, I know that when it hits the table, there's nothing on the table that's going to dent my die. <laughs> there is that. So what order are we going in for these? Well, uh, I got a 12. It's not going to matter. And yeah, it is, because we we'll don't know who's going to go next and speak next. I'll get, I'll get to that. Joseph, okay. one more time. Is this you it's it's still it's still very uh, it's still very quiet. Okay, I'm try to. Okay, try unplugging it and plugging it back in again. Tech, we've been through this before. <laughs> Cut it out. So, uh, considering Did we do a mic check with Bill. Tech, I'm just saying. Tech, Joseph, whatever that was, that was really loud. Uh, how's that? That is much better. We can work with no that. background noise. There's a lot of background noise, but while it's while you're talking try is it. only when it's happening. Okay, try it. Be right back. Okay. So while we're going, then uh, we'll kind of go around the way on my screen. So it's going to be me, wow. Bill, Bridget, Joey, hopefully Joseph by that point, and Tech, and back around to me. So if you guys are ready. We'll go ahead and we'll roll with this. So, folks, for those of you that know what your astrological signs are, great. Those of you that don't know, don't worry about it. Make it up as you go along. Roll D twelve. It's not really going to make too much of a difference. Let me get you. Uh, let me get you rocking over here. So, Aries. Normally, we'd give Libra work advice, but the stars wanted us to give you this. Call in to work sick later this week. If they don't believe you need to see you on camera, just snort a pinch of paprika five minutes before you call in. Your eyes will be red. Your nose will be red. Your fingertips will be red. Remember to put your contact lenses in before you do this. Bill, you get Taurus. Okay. Taurus. With the winter holiday season upon us, some will say you should relax with a movie, a blanket, a fire, some spiked eggnog. We know you've got a recipe, but do not share your first try making that stuff with yourself. You're going to end up with something having the consistency of slightly curdled milk. Drinking scrambled eggs is not fun. Gemini, you need to take a new perspective on infants crying in enclosed spaces, like on a plane. Have you ever considered the possibility that the reason they're screaming like that is because what they're going through is, literally, the most traumatizing experience they've ever gone through in their lives? You have a dollar. Buy the headphones and turn up the in-flight music. Leave the poor kid and their parents alone. And that one is directly from Tiny Tribble with a little bit of embellishment. So thank you. Who is next? You, Joey. Oh, cancer room child. Being cooped up indoors is not helping your mood. Well, no shit. You need to get out a little more often, or and at least uh, before the snow comes. Grab a warm hoodie, pull on your sneakers, and go for a walk. Just don't forget your keys. 
or your pants. You forgot your pants again, didn't you? Honestly, Cancer, why do we even bother with you sometimes? Joseph, would you like to give it a shot for Leo? That would be a no. I'm guessing you might be correct. Okay. In that case, Tech, you get Leo this time. Wait, I just saw Flicker on. Joseph, you there? Two taps for yes, one tap for no. If I have to break out the seance candles, we're, we're going to have an issue. <laughs> we, we need to get him a blanket and a fire. He can send smoke signals. All right, we'll, we'll work it from there. All right. All right, so I'll take care of Lego, and if he comes back, he can hit Virgo. All See right, Leo. It's <laughs> which is kind of sad because I, I, I know Virgos. Uh, Leo, it's time for you to put your extensive TV show on DVD collection to good work. Go ahead and compare the original 1976 The Bionic Woman with Lindsay, uh, with Lindsay Wet, uh, Lindsay Wagner against the 2007 reboot Bionic Woman starring don't remember who it was, do you? It was Michelle Ryan. With this piece of trivia alone, we can just say the original. Can we just say the original was better? Sorry, I pre-read the other one. That's all right. We'll see how it plays out. Virgo. Oh, <laughs> Virgo. Philosophical concepts have a tendency to confuse you. Your biggest stumbling block is trying to understand too much at once. So start with a simple central point and work outwards. The concept of I, as in me, once you get a handle on cogito ergo sum, we'll move on to the equines. The problem of placing Descartes before the horse is not lost on us. Last night, Dallin dry-read that one and got to that point and was just, you son of a bitch. By the way, it's cogito. You know what? I don't care. It's Greek to me. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the point. Bill Next. Libra. Uh, yeah, this isn't a setup or nothing, right? <laughs> this this week we're gonna suggest you start working at Roger's th Thesaurus. After all, you got a pretty good handle of the English language. You know how to expeditiously select alternative terminology to avoid complicated vernacular, and best of all, you know the difference between illumination, the movie studio, and the effect of a light source, and the predecessor to the Ditto Machine. Leo, culinary extravagances during your lockdown days are getting people concerned for you. Ordering a large cheese and pepperoni pizza unsliced is one thing. Ordering a second so that they can be sandwiched together face-to-face -to, -face to make a giant calzone is what your friends have a problem with. The second one should be sausage, peppers, and meatball. Get it right. Do you know how hard it is to find meatball pizza these days? That's called a stromboli, by the way. Fold up the pizza... It's a me, a stromboli. That hurts somebody. Are you a Pinocchio? Moving on. 
Ah, Sagittarius. The new Spider-Man game is out, with Miles Morales as the main Spider-Man this time. Not only does he speak Spanish, but he knows American Sign Language. Considering hard-of-hearing people can't read his lips, this is a great thing. Come to think of it, wouldn't it be great if we all had some passing familiarity with sign language? There's your uh, new hobby for this week. No. Capcom. That doesn't count as sign language. You know, you know who you are, and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Capcom. I mean, Capricorn. Sorry. Video game high. As someone once said, snoring is just a way for those who are sleeping well to brag. All those times your grandparents took a midday nap and snored up a storm was them getting you back at wanting to show them every little stick you picked up that week. Dogs do this too, you know. And cats? Well, they don't need to brag. They know their sleeping time is better than your awake time. It's pretty much true. I told that to my friends tonight, and they're just like, no, man, we, we got cats that snore. You know what? Fuck you. All of our cats snore. You know what? We Fuck have you, too. <laughs> they're so cute. Oh. <laughs> when my cats snore, they're so cute. Aquarius. Just because Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020 doesn't play super smooth on your computer does not mean your computer is crap and needs to be upgraded. Just like with every other Microsoft product, Every other Microsoft product. They intentionally build it for the highest spec machine they can. Just lower the settings and enjoy what you've got instead of shelling out a grand for a new machine. Kind of sounds like politicians. Yeah. Why upgrade them? Just, just lower your expectations. <laughs> we'll get to that. And Bill, you get to close it up. Pisces, good work on you. Bringing in those plants from the porch, now you've got a problem. They're growing. Yes, that's what they're supposed to do. But have you considered the problem of them developing language skills? It doesn't happen very often. But just in case, get ready to start bringing home some roadkill some night. Feed me, Seymour. See? See? Nice. You're not the only one to have made that joke. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Please remember, always look for the union label. Uh, no backsies, uh, store credit only. And if you didn't like them, you didn't bribe us enough. You didn't bribe us at all, actually, this week, to the best of my knowledge. So you, whatever. It, you got what you paid for. You guys get bribes? <laughs> I I keep asking. We wish we got bribed. I, I ask. They asked me why I don't do a show anymore. Well, there you go. I didn't get any money. Well, we don't either. But then again, what was that about lowering expectations? <laughs> Lowered expectation. God, I love that. Those well, when you have none, I guess it can never be. You can never miss. Yeah. There. No expectations. Yeah. I had a, a buddy of mine um, who used to be a dating coach. And I hit a low point in life. And he was trying to help me out of it by uh, helping me get back onto the dating scene. And he said, he said, he had asked me what I ex wanted in a partner. And I was looking for somebody who actually had like read 
certain books, certain genres, things like that, so that I could sit down and have conversations with that person about those things. Because there are no book clubs by me, no, no, nothing like that. And I, I gave him some ideas of what I was looking for, and he goes, okay, first off, uh, you need to lower your expectations. <laughs> I was like, uh, what's your second piece of advice? And he goes, if you refuse to lower your expectations, you need to move out of this town. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's not he was, a, he, he was a native of the area here, so. Fair enough. Yeah. So, tonight's show basically got started because uh, Bill has been doing a couple of streams and talking to folks on Facebook the last, uh, last couple of weeks. And, you know, last week we talked with Tracy Harris about basically, you know, doing the nice you know, helping each other try to, you know, find find that calm place, the, the, the port in a storm for each other. This week, I think it's safe to say that for some of us, there is still a massive, massive level of anger and indignation that is going on. And sometimes you got to stoke that fire and... That's what we're going to do this time. I know, I know. Last week, we're all nice-nice. This week, fuck y'all. Anyone of you 72 million fuckers who thought, oh, no, this is all good. This is fine. I want more of this. Thank you, please. I'm sorry. Was two girls, one cup, not good enough shit in your face? Oh, yeah, by the way, sorry. Spoilers for anybody that didn't know. First off, two girls, one cup is in anybody's face. You're thinking of Tub Girl. That I was in her face. I don't really care. Now I'm thinking of Tub Girl. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I suppose you don't want me to Google that. Yeah, not no. not now. Yeah. <laughs> not now. No, you don't a, want to Google a, Tub Girl. Actually, actually, you know what? You can do it now because you're not at work. You're not using a work computer. So that's that's fine. Uh, if If considering how early it is and you haven't had breakfast yet, probably not a good idea though. No, you should, you should go Google lemon party instead. No. Okay. Google at your oh, own risk. No, no, don't do it. No. Anyway. So Bill was having, send, send that link to every single uh, Christian conservative who's scared of homosexuality. <laughs> no. So like I was saying, Bill has gone ahead on uh, various tirades uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's as as much as it is helpful to have the the quieter time with folks to try and find that calm in the storm. Like I said, uh, that has definitely not been your way the, the last couple of weeks, Bill. Why? Why? Why come out and 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 hit the the hornet's nest like this? I guess I've been a little bitchy. Is that a good word? You yeah. can use, dude. Tonight you can use whatever word you, full you know, goddamn want. It's kind of ironic that you ended your opening with "Go fuck yourself" because Bobby and Carrie and I actually thought about starting a podcast by that name, and it was for shit like this. Okay. First of all, there's no goddamn election fraud. It's a fiction. It's as real as fucking unicorns. So it pisses me off. Second, 
I am so tired. I think Joe Biden should be talking about uniting the country. He should be talking about being the president for everybody. But that only fucking applies to him because he's going to be the president. I'm not, okay? I'm not going to be a goddamn president. And I'm certainly not going to try to make nice with people who are still trying to change my vote. Hey, Joseph, we hear you. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, you're good. There's no background noise. That is actually the best you've sounded all night, dude. Yes. Yeah, I've got the other computer working again. I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot to mute myself. No, no worries. Sorry. We we're just talking about stupid people. Do you have any over oh, there? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but we keep them locked away. If not, could we send you a few? We only have 72 yeah. million we need to put on a boat. Uh, no, thank you. I think we are full. <laughs> Nobody said the boat had to get there. You know, I don't do Twitter very often, but I've been trolling the shit out of people. And I'm like, yeah, I know it was it was kind of a mistake for Hillary to call people deplorables. But I'm like, there's so many fucking deplorables. You know, you need to get in the basket, too. Well, why is it a mistake for her to call deplorable people deplorables? Well, it didn't yes, play no. really well. And she had a likability issue. And that's probably why she She had a likability issue because she was... First of all, because she was Hillary. Yeah. Second well, yeah. of all, because she was she was an assertive woman in 1992 when yeah, you weren't supposed to be, and that pissed a lot of people off, and they were never going to vote for anybody named Hillary Clinton. Oh, that's well, just the way it is. Assertive women are just bitches. If you're an assertive man, then you know, good on you. Right, but 92, that was a different thing. She yeah, was but it's- not in her place as first lady, and a lot of folks saw it that way. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. They're fucked up. It's their problem. But then when it came to vote for her, yeah, I saw that as being a problem. Her name, just they knew her and they yeah. already didn't like her. Yeah. We I- did see one thing, though, uh, in a similarity with Joe Biden. When he was debating Trump and he called him a clown, a lot of the people who were on the fence focused, they latched onto that and went, oh, that kind of thing's not presidential. Forgetting for the moment, all the bullshit Trump did, all the things mm-hmm. they said, the way he made fun of disabled people, the way he made fun of our veterans and our, our de- deceased veterans at that, calling them losers and everything else. When Biden called him a Trump, uh, when Biden called Trump a clown. Freudian during the, Yeah. <laughs> the the people lost their, their, their collective minds over something yeah. so slight, something so little. I don't buy but, that they were on the fence, though. I mean, I, I, I don't think so either. I think they were using it as an excuse to validate what they were thinking, their feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it, that you, was you what know, they were saying. It's another argument that pisses me off. And, and, and the, it is. They're just like us argument. All right. Yeah. No, no, they're not. One side is trying to steal my vote. They're actively campaigning. They're actively donating money to to disenfranchise me and the rest of the voters of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So, no, they're not exactly the same. And I would remind you that the side that's ahead never plays for the tie. Let me let me let me throw something in here. Let me let me throw a little bit more gasoline on top of this dumpster fire. Four days ago. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who went ahead and when asked about the transition generating uh, uh, for guaranteeing a smooth transition for the office of president of the United States, 
he went ahead and said that he would be, you know what? I was, I was looking for the exact here. Smooth transition. Would be a smooth transition to a second term for Trump. Yes. His, his exact wording was there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Yeah, but did you see Joe Biden handle that? Yeah. And he did a press conference later that day, and he's like, President Trump and Secretary Pompe- Secretary of State Pompeo. And then he went like this. He went, Secretary of State Pompeo. And he just started laughing, like at the dude's name. Yeah. It was so classy, and he so owned him. I am not that classy. I would have just said, fuck Mike Pompeo. What the hell does he know? He's not even qualified to be Secretary of State. The only reason he's there is because he's licking Trump's boots. But the reason why I'm bringing this one up is they go ahead and they say, oh, it's it's unprecedented. It's unpresidential. It's it's beneath the dignity of the office is effectively what they're trying to get away with saying to call him a clown. But then yet for there to be 48 or 49 states at that point, I don't remember how many to have had their votes tabulated and to know where the wind flies in this particular case, to go ahead and fly in the face of abject reality to say, oh yeah, we're just going to go ahead and have a a bloodless coup and we're just not going to go anywhere as if people aren't going to be looking at this and going, um, dude, and let me stack on top of that one just to make it that much better. Where the fuck are all my Second Amendment folks out there? Come on, where's the fucking gravy train folks who say right. that we're supposed to be out here protecting the little guy from the big honking Joe, what's the what's the what's the biggest tank in, in the in the US Army currently? Well, the only like tank in the u.s army is the abrams okay we don't we don't have multiple we don't have multiple tanks anymore it, uh it's just one that just goes around from from nato location nato location is we say one model i'm having multiple copies i I'm, I'm i'm just having a little bit of fun because up in canada they've got three of them and two of them are for spare parts to be fair to be fair this ain't that show. Um, to be fair, back in the day, yes, you had multiple different types of tanks for different jobs, but uh, it was no about right about the point of between Korea and Vietnam where we realized that why bother? Really, only one type of tank should be able to do pretty much all those roles and that's where we came up with the idea of the mbt the main battle tank got it uh, um i was gonna say shijin actually this isn't like a, a coup or tent uh attempted coup what this is a uh, is an auto golpe i'm sorry is, run that run that by me again it's called an auto golpe and it's you know, Spanish for like an auto self coup. Uh, it's where someone tries to hold on to power, but the military is not behind them and things like that. Okay. That's, you know, that's, that's one I've never heard of before. So I'll, I'll, I'll have to study up on that one. 
Yeah. Cool. Um, I learned something new tonight. Yay. Yeah, I can even throw you a wiki link if you want one. That would be delightful. Okay. Trump's crazy enough to call in uh, the uh, various, what, what were those groups? Uh, the Proud Boys and the rest of them? And, and tell them to storm the various politician offices that don't support Trump. Uh, he's crazy enough to do that. Yeah. Whether enough, there's a pe- enough people Bill, out there to do it. Bill, I know where you're going. Go right ahead, right over there with Michigan. Be my guest. Just call them Nazis. They're Nazis. Hmm? I don't I don't care what the, the proud boys or the, the, the wimpy boys or the whatever. No. They're, they're fucking Nazis. That's what they are. Okay? They're using the same propaganda tactics. They're sprouting the same... Uh, belief system. They're freaking Nazis. Just because you don't have the swastika, because you're too much of a, because uh, you're too much of a pussy to display the swastika, Thank doesn't you. mean you're not a goddamn Nazi. That's what they are. Let's call them that. And they had the million moron march today in Washington. Yay! Um, there were no good people in that march. Okay, uh, I heard the media say, "Well, some of these people are just regular Trump supporters." The only thing I know about them is they're marching with Nazis. Okay, I don't know these people, but if the only thing I know about you is marching, you're marching with the Nazis, then you're not a good person. And if you're, if you were a good person, you'd be asking, why am I marching with Nazis? And did I fix the volume problem? It's perfect, man. You're loud and clear. And how am I here? You're you still do- a little low, but you're. you're- louder than you were before by leaps and bounds yeah so uh so that uh so f- there is a little bit but that's a that's a different issue um it sounds like you're rubbing something okay i'll stop <laughs> okay <laughs> all right uh so that you you googled those videos didn't you <laughs> we're not we're not looking into my okay uh it's a technical side for the hosts by the way for yourselves uh if there's somebody that is um uh whose volume is low for you you can right click them in the uh in our chat and you can alter the volume that you're hearing them at uh when i go ahead uh, when when folks change their volume uh their microphone volume up to me i I may end up having a little bit of a problem. I don't want to have the volume levels overblowing on my side. So I'm keeping a little bit care about that. You don't know. You don't know how I do it. That's why. Uh, Yeah. I I didn't realize you were setting it individually for each person. No, no, no. I did not mean to overblow you. No, no, no. You guys talk to him on more often. He's great. I like him. Can we keep him? Since when is overblowing a concept? (laughs) I have never complained about being overblown. I'm just saying, it's never happened. I've always blown exactly the right amount. Hey, you tagged it not safe for work. That's all I got to say. No, no. Joey, go ahead. I heard you. I was safe when I was blowing. Um, Just ask the police officer who gave me the breathalyzer. Two things. I came in under the the numbers. Two things. Mm. One, phrasing. Two, white queen, moving on. You know, I was uh, I was going to go ahead and blame it on the alcohol, but I'm not going <laughs> to. So, some of you recognize that reference. Some of you need it explained. Don't. Don't. They'll have to find out for themselves. <laughs> you talk about blowing alcohol levels. Notice the last three digits of my handle down there. That's from my actual breathalyzer test. Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's cl- some states, that's way too much. <laughs> 
Luckily, it was 0. 0.08. Anyway, Chujin, you talk about the Second Amendment types. Oh, yes. Here's what I want to know from the Second Amendment types. I'm feeling like my Be- cousin Vinny right about now. I would love to hear this shit. Because the first black congresswoman from Minnesota went to the freshman session at Congress, and she was wearing a mask that had a name on it. Yes, she did. And people were calling her that name because they thought it was hers because they'd never heard of it before. So I'm going to say it here. Say it. Brianna Taylor. Why are you white, right wing, Second Amendment types not screaming about Brianna Taylor? What do you say? I need a gun. I need self-defense. And that's my right. Here's a man. People broke into his house. They did not identify themselves. All he knew is people were breaking into his house. He grabbed his gun and returned fire, which is what you say you're going to do. And they shot her and they killed her. They never saw her. This is what you say your Second Amendment is for. And now you say those police shouldn't be prosecuted for that. Breonna Taylor isn't forgotten because she was shot. Sure, she wasn't shot because she was black. They didn't ever saw her. She was laying in her bed. That could have been your wife, Mr. Second Amendment. That could have been your daughter. She's forgotten because she was black. She doesn't matter to these people who did not know her name because she's black. She wasn't shot for that reason. Nobody identified her. They just started flinging damn bullets after going into a home, by the way, the wrong home. And not announcing themselves. So where where is the NRA types on this? This is exactly the scenario they talk about. Somebody breaks into my home, I'm going to shoot them. Well, what if they're cops? And then they shoot back and kill members of your family. Is that okay? Can they just sling bullets around your house? Why are they not taking a stand on that? Because the people that got shot don't look like them. There's no other rational reason they don't. And I'm supposed to make friends with these people, right? We're supposed to make nice, nice. No. No. Not until you freaking stop. Not until every Republican out there starts calling their representatives and saying, you know what? Tell the orange asshole to concede he lost. He's a loser, okay? And losing the election wasn't enough. He had to file a bunch of lawsuits so he could keep losing. He's like the biggest loser in the history of elections. Nobody, nobody has ever lost the amount of lawsuits he's lost on an election. So good for you, Trump. You're number one at something. Yeah, there's another piece about that, too. That yeah, and his lawyer he, team just dumped them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because they. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's another piece about this one. We've got, if memory serves, it was the governor of, was it Michigan or Wisconsin, where there were a group that wanted to abduct her, put her on a mock trial, and presumably murder her for instituting the whole, we want people to be wearing masks, and we want people to be staying home as much as possible in order to curtail this pandemic. It was Michigan. It was, it was Michigan. Michigan. Uh, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. 
I put the link in the chat below. Thank you. But they there were also plans to uh, actually do this to DeWine, the uh, governor of Illinois. I mean, yeah, no. And if Ohio. they were successful, um, my understanding from what they released on one of the news stations was that they were thinking about if they had managed to be successful with those two, they would continue down the line. Yeah, there was one more. I forgot what state it was in, but but come to find out, this involved three governors that they were going to do this to. Yeah, let's make sure that everybody understands uh, a, a piece about this. Joey was U.S. Army. Bridget was U.S. Air Force. Bill was U.S. Air Force as well. Master Sergeant retired. Thank you for your service, sir. It's greatly appreciated. Now. Yeah, yeah, and these homegrown terrorists piss me the fuck off, too. I mean, mm -hmm. come on. And they're not the only ones kidnapping governors. You will remember Trump's tirade on election night about voter fraud, right? And he specifically pointed out the city of Philadelphia. And then Lou Dobbs gets his fat ass on. And I'm not fat shaming. I'm just Lou Dobbs shaming. Gets his fat ass on Fox and says, well, we should go surround the city of Philadelphia. And then two armed men from Virginia get in a car and drive up the I-95 corridor. Yeah, I'm pissed about that. They drove less than two miles from my freaking house. Okay, they stop for gas. Who knows? But they drive up to Philadelphia. and They're heading for the vote counting at the convention center. They have four handguns on them. They have an AR-15 in their Humvee with 160 rounds of ammunition. They weren't coming to chat. Okay, Philadelphia PD got them. You can don't believe me. Look this stuff up. Don't trust anything I'm saying. Anybody watching? Don't trust anything I'm saying. You go verify it for yourself. Don't trust anything anybody says these days. It's true though. Um, they had a QAnon sticker on their little Humvee, and uh, oh, to add insult to injury, they're they're going to be staying in the Commonwealth for for a little while. Can't imagine. However, why. however, Philadelphia Parking Authority ticketed and put a put a boot on their on their own fee the next day because they were illegally parked after they'd been arrested, which I thought was just classic. But no, that's terrorism. Call it what it is. Had they gotten to that convention center, they would have opened up on everyday people. These aren't politicians. This isn't the freaking deep state. The election isn't run by deep staters. It's run by your freaking neighbors. They're bean counters. Well, for they're not of, even. No, no, no. They're for, for, temporary for, people. They don't work for the government. They just got to either have a temporary job because sometimes some places will hire you temporarily or they're volunteers because, you know, they believe in shit like democracy and the United States and they want to help out. So they volunteer, but they're not government employees. They're not part of the state at all. They're just people helping out and they're yeah. regular folk. One of the volunteers that was doing the uh, election vote counting in my state, I work with. I personally know her. She's a little old lady. She's tough as nails. She could make a drill sergeant cry. And she's been doing this for decades. And she and I got to talking. And one of the things that she said was, I don't care who people vote for. Who they vote for is their right to vote for them. Whether I agree or disagree is immaterial. My job is to make sure that that vote is valid and it 
counts. That's it. That's all my job is. If it's something's wrong, then it's put to the side and it's reviewed. If it's fine, it's counted, stamped, out, out the door it goes. End of story. There's nothing else to it. Yep. And, you know, I pity the person who gets in that woman, who, if, if anybody damn dare try to get in that woman's face. Even I, even I look at the number when she calls me and goes, <laughs> hi. Even oh, if I'm having a bad day, it's the smile. Hi, how can I help you? Yeah, I believe it. Take your head off. Mm-hmm. To be a Trump supporter now, you have to be either corrupt or stupid. And I can defend that. You got Al Schmidt. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's an election commissioner in the city of Philadelphia. And he's a Republican. And he dared get on 60 Minutes and say, no, there was no voter fraud. I was there. I witnessed it. I did my job with integrity. So every Trump supporter, every one of you, 72 million people who voted for Trump, consider this for one second. If you're ever faced with a choice where you can tell the truth or support President Trump, if you decide to tell the truth, if you decide to act with integrity, he will turn on you. He will attack you on Twitter every time. I mean, he did it to this. This guy's a Republican. Called him a rhino. He doesn't know this man. There's just a guy who said, no, that's not what I saw happen. Think about it. Those 72 million people, he would turn on any one of them if they dared not support his story. Yep. Now, there's uh, there's one item that's over in the chat, which is is fine, which I want to get to. And... There's another, uh, there's another point I also want to drop into here. And trust me, I'm actually leading up to something. I'm, I'm, I'm adding on to this like it, like it's a, like it's a, a landslide for a reason. The one that was over in, uh, uh, TP Seeker, by the way, had pointed it up and, uh, and said, don't forget about the Biden bus incident in Texas. Yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. We talked about that one at the time too. And uh, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, Bill, I had uh, I had described it. Okay, short version of the story was that a Biden bus was driving through Texas uh, on a particular uh, a particular good stretch of highway, and was being surrounded by all this Trump train bullshit of of people who were the way that I described it was it was like they were surrounding the stagecoaches. You know, trying try to get the box. It was yeah. like the brown shirts in Germany surrounding the opposing political offices. Uh, when when the opposing political party would have a parade, the brown shirts would surround them. And eventually that did escalate to violence. So it's it's straight brown shirt tactics. It's nothing new. These these Trumpers didn't think of anything new. No, nope. it's no. straight out of the playbook. That's but how you seize power. And he, and here's the thing about that incident. One of the Trumper trucks did ram a vehicle and people were like, Oh, it never touched it. The owner of the vehicle actually posted pictures of, yes, they did. Uh, as you can see, matching vehicle here, here's all the damage. And then later on, that same owner came out saying that, uh, I'm getting death threats and I'm being told to take the pictures down. And then later on, Trump, when uh, he lashed out at the FBI uh, after the FBI announced that they were going to do an investigation to it, he ends up 
Somebody should have taken this man's phone away a long time ago. Like Twitter, seriously, cancel anyway. his account. Yeah, and you um, know who was on the bus? It, well, he said that the Patriots did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. And do you know who was on that campaign bus? I know oh, you there do. Were... I do. Wendy yeah. Davis. Do you know who she is? Um, she is. She's a former governor, isn't she? Uh, she ran for governor of Texas. She was a representative of Texas, um, or from Texas. And she's the one who filibustered for over 12 hours on their abortion, um, you know, law and wore the pink tennis shoes. But yeah, she even went so far as to have a catheter installed that way she wouldn't have to leave to go pee. Forgive me for wording it this way, ballsy chick. Yeah, yeah. Now, but she she was on that bus. Now, the last thing that I want to add on to this, and uh, like I said, I'm building to something, Bill, for you to, to go ahead and deal with this one. The concept that the Senate and the House, virtually everybody with an R next to their name, has been goose-stepping right along with him. Like I said at the beginning earlier, the entire platform for the Republican Party this year was, yeah, whatever Mr. Trump wants to do is what we want to do. That was the platform. Yep. You were were correct about that, because, you know, they said, we're going to take our 2016 platform and whatever Trump wants. That's, you can go read it yourself. It's, It's ridiculous. Um, Because, you know, nothing's happened since 2016 where you might want to change a policy, right? Yeah. (laughs) But no, um, why have they not spoken out? Is that what you're asking? Because they're cowards. They're either cowards or they are... Sycophants. Simply corrupt. Yeah, it's just simple corruption. Uh, I don't blame them as much as I blame Republicans. I'm not talking about the ones in in D.C. I'm talking about the ones on Main Street. You're the problem, people. These are the people we're supposed to make dice to or sending us messages that, oh, take the win. Well, are you calling your representative? Are you saying this will not stand? Are you saying since George Washington, every president has either done a goodbye speech or a concession speech? Always. Are you standing up for the United States or are you still trying to steal it from us? Because who's contributing to this legal fund, which isn't going to his legal fund? Note, none of it. Unless you contributed over $8,000, it doesn't go to the legal fund. Glad you went there because I was about to. (laughs) Right. Right. It's a scam. Okay. It is. Joey. But, But who's bolstering those politicians in Washington? Part Are of there- that money's going to pay off his debt, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah, Yes, sir. Joey, go ahead. Yes, I heard you clicking. I, I was just going to say, got a very Burke uh, mindset here calls to mind. All that is necessary for the uh, triumph of evil. If you, are, if you are a good man as you say you are, What the hell? Call him on his bullshit already. Stand up. Be an American. And to be fair, there are some Republicans out there who have done just that. Sadly, not nearly enough. Old school Republicans. 
Yes. Now, here's the thing I heard on the news the other day, and and it's worth commenting on based on what Joey just said. Um, Because they're old school Republicans. The news was talking about how much Arizona moved since the last election. I don't think Arizona's moved an inch. I don't think the Arizona voters have changed their minds on much. I don't think that the country has shown that they're more of a liberal bent. I think the Republican Party has gone so far right that every person they've nominated for president in the 21st century, save one because he's dead, has congratulated Joe Biden. Every one of them. Okay. And those are the those are the rhinos now. Mm hmm. Everybody they've nominated, the one living former president they have, called him. And he said the election was fair and conducted with integrity, and the integrity would show out. So don't misinterpret things to say, oh, well, look, we're. No, it's just they've gone so far to the wackadoodle. That's the technical term for it at this point. Right? Yeah. that the Democrats that are running now are, are actually, you know, center, maybe yeah. a little bit right of center, but the Overton window has moved so far. It's Joe Biden. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Joe is not, Joe is not a socialist. No. Oh, Joe's, Joe's about as socialist as Ayn Rand. Come on, Joe Biden socialist. Yeah. Like I'm Medicare for all. He's like, no. Personally. Sorry. I said, I, I'm trying not to take any any of this personally, because all I'm hearing is, Joe's done a social, and I'm like, never claimed to be. Well, no. Uh, you, you, you sir, may well or may not be. We don't know each other well enough. Don't you, sir, may I work for a living? You have to you have to buy me a drink first before I find out if you're socialist. It's just the Europeans are just floored at, you know, that they're being considered left-wing extremists, and they're like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. And isn't that part of the problem right there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to see if you want to see left wing, France can show you left wing. Right? And I don't know that that would necessarily be a bad thing either. Well, I I think AOC would be fine a nice would be very comfortable over there. Um and I don't have a problem with her or her views, don't get me wrong. I think her election analysis is a little off. That, well, the Democrats in the House would have won better if they were more liberal. No, they wouldn't. Have. We're always we're Maybe. always going to lose seats. You got to live in a swing district where there's a lot of moderates and a lot of conservatives. And you start talking about Medicare for all and they start getting nervous. You I start I, for yeah. it in a survey, but it's like ninth on their issue list. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why it does it. I'm sorry. Uh, why did they start getting nervous? Because they haven't been educated on it. Because right. they've been misinformed. And that's true. And you could argue that they shouldn't get nervous. And I would I would back you in that argument. But they've been misinformed. They've been told it's just going to trash the quality of their health care. It's going to be government-run health care, not single-payer. I mean, they they have a whole bunch of misconceptions about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why they get nervous. But the fact is that they do and they vote. Yeah. And we could deal with reality or we could be like the other side. You know, that's, that's, for me, that's that's the center of the, the problem there is uh, just people like this. 
um, people letting other people think for them and, you know, not even accepting facts when it's, when they're buried in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and true. some of that's our fault. I mean, we're too damn polite sometimes. I mean, yeah, what well, is- and we, we always make the fault of thinking like people who can reason always have, have the fault of assuming that the person they're talking to can reason in exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to call it. I think you got to call people out on it. And I've been talking about, I've been ranting about that on Facebook lately too. Um, it's time to stop being polite. It's time to stop. When a guy at the water cooler is talking about how the election was rigged, you got to look him in the eye and you got to say, that's completely false. Why are you spreading false information? Not, it's not, well, that's your opinion. I don't think so. No, no. I'm coming from a place of reality. You're not. And it's not about him. It's about the person in the next row over who's listening to the conversation. Yeah. But somebody spouting bullshit like that. I mean, like people who do that, you know, they don't check their sources. They just uh, believe. But um, I'd call them out on that. Where are you getting your information from? Mm. See, the funny thing for me Have, is that... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I just... Um, the only thing you can really do to get them to confront themselves is confront themselves. I mean, because if we, if we take an offense, offensive step to the survive by imitator mindset, it's almost seen as a challenge and almost a justification for them being the way they are. You know, they dig in. The funny thing for me is that I have a lot of friends who I'm still in contact with who are not U.S. citizens. Uh, Mm -hmm. Individuals from Germany, from Denmark, from the U.K., Australia, Netherlands, uh, Poland. We had a lot of Poles uh, uh, in Afghanistan. Good folks, too. Good sausage. Um, they, I've been talking to them, and they've been asking me about what the hell is going on here, because mm-hmm. they're looking over here, and they're seeing everything that's going on. They're wondering, is this kind of like, are you guys just, like, playing a practical joke on the rest of the world? Because, seriously, what the hell is all of this nonsense? I mean, the last time France had this much political upheaval, guillotine sales went through the roof. Yeah, and the thing that pisses me off about this whole administration, um, it and and the GOP and Trump included, is they took you know an oath of office very similar to what we took when we were enlisted, and they failed miserably to live up to that oath. And I don't even think Trump had any idea what oath he was you know, swearing to uphold. And they have not hold, uh, uphold, upheld shit. And it offends as me. Far, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, I've said several times before on this show, um, the Republican Party since Reagan is just it's a fucking facade. I mean, the, the, whoever they put up on the, uh, you know, put in the president's chair... It doesn't matter what he says, as long as business as usual keeps going on in the background. Yeah, but what really fucked us was the whole Tea Party movement in 2010 when Congress flipped, and we've been fucked ever since. Well, that's because we dared to nominate and elect a black guy. 
I know. I mean, it was Obama black backlash. But it's it's time for the Democrats to fight back. Yep. There's that, a- and, and you have to make people uncomfortable. All right. Samuel Alito, Supreme Court Justice, summed it up very well in his remarks recently. And he didn't intend to. But he said, well, used to be you could say marriage was between a man and a woman. Now that's considered bigotry. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You know why? Because we fucking won that. Okay. Yeah. Used to be you could use the N word all the time. Now yeah. that's considered bigotry. Used to be you could own people. Now that's considered illegal. Guess what? That's how freaking change happens in America. Yeah. It's well, in the title conservative. Oh, exactly. Exactly. But. That's what we need to do with bullshit, okay? We need to make them uncomfortable. Well, now they say you're a fanatic if you say there was election fraud. Well, yeah, because you fucking are. Uh, yeah. Bill, uh, I want them to be that uncomfortable. No, that, that's okay. Uh, two things. One, dude, not safe work episode. You're allowed to say fucking. I mean, even your dog is going to go ahead and tell you, dude, really? Why are you rolling it back? You know better than that. Come on. Whatever. You know what? Fuck off. Um, and Stephanie had pointed out a piece that I was actually trying to roll into and said the only attempted vote rigging that has been found is Republican. This is yes. rolling into what I've what I'm actually been leading into, which is when we talk to people and try to explain to them the absolute level of bullshit that they are swimming in, infusing their brain and spouting out their faces again, they don't understand that all of the rule-breaking and all of the penny-pinching and all of the corner-cutting and all of the OSHA-level wrong that's been going on when it happens to a Democrat like Joe Franklin, was it really that bad? You know what? I don't know if it really was as bad as you guys say it was, but for the better thing for everybody else, I will go ahead and I will remove myself. I will take the fall on this one. I will fall on my sword and do the right thing for everybody else and get out of the way. But when it's somebody who's got a big R after their name, no. And what does that tell you when all they can do is keep changing the playing field over and over and over again? Oh, we don't have to go ahead and say that he did anything wrong. We don't have to go ahead and vote reality because whatever reason, we don't have to organize the districts in our state in a reasonable fashion. Have you seen some of these gerrymandered districts before? Yep. So I lived in one. I lived so, in one until 2018. So when we go ahead and, and we drop this big steaming piece of shit in Bill's lap to say, well, how do we deal with these people who don't want to ab, who don't want to even look at the, objective fact of that 
99% of all of the cheating and stealing and lying has been coming from their own party without using a clue by for what do you do? Well, that's the Trump playbook, right? You accuse the other guy of doing what you're doing before before they accuse you of it. Yeah, when did when after. did Trump when did Trump first mention voter fraud? As Challenge soon as he was elected. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Joseph. Yeah, I said, uh, but all that comes about only when you confront them um, with them not following their own rules. And even then, not really. They don't care. Well, they don't care because for them, the rules are for the uh, everybody else. For others. I mean, there's. Look at the Supreme Court. Sorry. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. They they completely reversed their position on that. Worse than reversed. They also reversed Supreme Court. Uh, reverse a position on uh, Judy Shelton, who's um, up for um, the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. She's yep. batshit crazy. Even several Republicans said she was because she wants to go back to the gold standard. We don't have the finances to go back to the gold standard. That That's a long course in economics. Those who understand it do. Those who don't, don't. But the long and short of it is th- this woman has a lot of batshit ideas that she wants done for this country. Trump nominated her. Several Republicans went, nope, not a chance in hell. They were actually with the Democrats on this one going, no, no, we we don't want her in either. She's crazy. And then when it came, when Joe Biden crossed that 300 mark for the uh, Electoral College, they went, you know what? We should get that. Those same Republicans went, we should get that woman in office. Let's have an emergency vote on that. Because they're about nothing but power. The worst thing is, this woman could actually crash the economy, destroy the world that they live in. They are literally setting fire not only to everybody else's home, but their own home in the process. But that would put them back in power, wouldn't it? That's the the plan. Not if they burn themselves to the ground. There's no power left for anybody. They're the rich folks. They're the last ones hurt. Oh, uh, eat the rich. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, the the common thread through most probably every uh, Republican politician is just uh, whatever is good for me and everybody else. Yep, me and I I will hurt the country if it's good for me, and that's what I'm now. Tech was getting at it. It will hurt us. That woman will hurt us on the board. Yeah, the collective. Um, ensemble of all that, yeah, will hurt us. But I mean, I think these people as individuals, they're just thinking about their own asses and like, and of course, all of them together, if everybody, you know, um, makes their like 50% or 500% profit margin, you know, off of the people who's largely unemployed, yeah, that's going to bite them in the ass at the end. But they only seem to be thinking in the here and now. And they seem to be completely dependent on, on it comes again to the voters. I mean, the voters are, if everybody were rational, or if there are more rational people, um, how could this kind of thing stand? How could people like this stay in office? I'll tell you, man, I, you, we see these things coming, though. Um, for example, in Pennsylvania, the vote count took forever. 
And one of the things that's one of the things the Republicans pointed to is a sign of possible corruption. They caused it to take forever. Literally, the Democrats in our legislature put a bill on the floor to start pre-canvassing 72 hours before the election of mail-in votes. So we could kind of be on par with Florida and the other states that came in at a reasonable time. And they shot it down. And then they called corruption. They they weren't even allowed to count the votes before. They weren't even allowed to canvass, my friend. Not, 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 Not counting. They weren't allowed to because because oh. uh, when you get a mail-in ballot, it's two envelopes. Okay, you open it up, the inner envelope is signed. You match that signature with the voter log. Okay, that's a valid ballot. Then you put it in a bin and it goes off to be counted. You, you're you're just checking the validity of those votes. We in Pennsylvania, they were not allowed until 7 a.m. on election day to begin opening those, starting that process, and all they asked for was permission to go in like 72 hours before and start verifying votes. Right. Yeah, that was what I was referring to, Sorry, but wasn't clear. But then it's a Republican talking point that the counting took too, too long. Well, they had to open 3 million envelopes and verify 3 million signatures. And oh, she by the way, some counties didn't even start on election day because they were running the actual in-person polls. The, uh, that makes the, sense to me. What the Republicans were trying to say, but, but they set it up. It. Let me tell you, I can tell you what the next thing is going to be. Are you ready? It may not be the, the very next one, but mark my words. The Republicans are going to blame the Democrats for a big giant tax bill that all of a lot of workers are going to get in April. <laughs> People are thinking they are going to get their, their normal refund. They're not because Trump did not give you a tax break in the fourth quarter. All he did was cut off withholding. And you still owe every petty of that money that they would have taken out of your check. So in April, we're going to get a big, they're going to get a big giant tax bill. There's going to be people going through the roof and the Republicans will blame Biden and the Democrats. Guarantee you, you heard it here. Yeah, it's going to be worse for the military and government uh, employees, not the contractors, but the government employees, the direct ones, because uh, the administration put forth a um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but basically paper with signatures on it with orders and people were forced to have certain things not withheld from their paycheck anymore, certain taxes and such. And so. I know for a fact that where I work, there were memos going out left and right from commands and things like that saying, look, uh, like it or not, we have to follow this paper. So what you need to do is you need to save up an amount of money so that when it comes to your taxes next year, you don't run into a financial problem. And see, what most Americans don't realize, if they don't work government, if they don't work military, they're not familiar with this stuff. But if you go into too much debt, you could lose your position. You can lose your security clearance, which means you could lose your income. You could get downgraded. You could get fired, laid off, whatever you want to call it. Um, you could lose your livelihood just by being in too much debt. Mm-hmm. And because it makes you a security risk, potential target for bribery from other nations uh, like China. You know, not saying China's doing it, but I'm saying it's possible. Uh, or Russia, you know, 
kind of uh, ironic considering how much debt the president's in. Yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Mr. President, you know, you, you said, you know, uh, if you end up leaving the country, why don't you see if Russia will take you? You know, you know, you've got such a hard on for Putin. Let's see what happens. I'm willing to bet that since you're, you'd be useless at that point, he'd say no. Because, um, you know, he doesn't like losers. <laughs> well, shit, I already tried to send them all to France. <laughs> why Tonight. would you do something so horrible to the French? They're... They're not bad people. Yeah, if there's one thing that we've learned in history, shipping people off to a new continent usually doesn't end up working really well. Yeah. Oh, no, we got Australia out of it. I love those guys. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, like I said. They have, they have Tim Tams. <laughs> yeah, they've also got uh, blue ring octopuses. So, yeah... Yeah. Oh no! Everything in Australia will kill you. Yeah, unless you cook it right and no. then eat it first. No, no, <laughs> no. That 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 tree that that burns you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I still have friends in Australia. We had, we had a lot of. For some reason, we had a, a bunch of listeners from Australia. They were great, and I still talk to some of them. So, even after three years. See, the Australians have a slightly different viewpoint. They're surrounded by everything that'll kill them. They don't have to worry about other people trying to kill each other because they're too much. Uh, fo they're too focused on the environment instead. See, here in America, we've killed just about damn near everything that could kill us. So now all we have to worry about is each other. As Bridget was showing uh, in in our kind of uh, our host chat and such that uh, she was showing some Twitter feeds and things like that of people saying, "Hey, look." Uh, we should just go out there and kill all the liberals. You know, that way the conservatives win and everybody will be happy or, you know, hunt down all the Black Lives that, Matter people and wow. things like that. I, I mean, th this it is all, just cringe. But it, also, it always comes down to that. I mean, it's repeated through history and I'm going again to survive by imitation. You know, people in this mindset, you either like them or you're a danger because when somebody else is doing all the thinking for you, and you don't make any life decisions yourself. You just, you're directly dependent on whoever is feeding you whatever. And I mean, everything outside of that is a danger. And like, there's, there's no level down to which is too low. It can go down to violence. It all depends on some level of comfort. I mean, when things get hard, um, yeah, they're going to be looking to the others for they're going to be pointing the finger at others. Instead yeah. of I, tried to, I tried to explain to a friend of mine who doesn't vote, and he's served a, a brief uh, stint in the, in the military, and he doesn't vote because he doesn't think his vote matters at all, that the system is rigged because it's a two-party system, and um, he's only ever had one candidate he felt was worth his vote. vote. That person didn't win. Obviously, the system doesn't work. And we got on the topic of gun registration, not gun control, just registration. And he thinks that we shouldn't have it because then the government would know who has what guns and they could come and take them away. And I explained to him, it doesn't really matter if the government knows what you guns you have. Uh, the police and the military are so heavily armed. If they're going door to door taking guns, they're not sending people who are not prepared to, to take fire. You know, they're not going to send some little grandma down the street to come get your gun. They're going to send the big burly guy who's decked out and, you know, body armor. He's got the, the bullets to 
wall penetrator, you name it, you know, that's immaterial. But I believe that we should have a registration system. You have to register your car. You have to register your boat. You have to register a lot of things. It's not, a. it should not be an issue. You could have a uniform system that every gun seller in America has access to so that you don't have to worry about state to state systems, not inner, uh, not talking. That's, you know, the technical side of things, but all that aside, I, he's, he said his opinion was this. And I said, no, your opinion is you don't care. You let other people choose your opinion for you. And he goes, that's not, that's not it. And I said, it is it. When you choose not to vote, you are giving license to other people to rule your life. When you say my vote doesn't count, you're wrong. Your vote does count by not voting. You're giving the other person's license over you in this country. And if you don't like it, you need to step up and vote. But until you do, every opinion of these subjects that you tell me, you're telling me that while you have an opinion of them, it's not high enough to go do something about it. Therefore, why should I care about your opinion? And you know, he got pissed. And I, now I hear a lot of railing further to your point about the whole two-party system. There's only going to ever be two parties in this country for anybody who's wondering. We're not going to have a third party. We've had third parties rise before. And you know what happens? One of the existing parties folds and you end up with two parties. The reason for that is really simple because we got one party that's got 40% support. One's got like 30 and another one with 25% support. And I know that's not a hundred because some people could give a crap. Um, are the, the other two parties just going to keep losing or are they going to find a place where they can compromise and start to come together and form a bigger party? And then eventually you end up with two. It's the winner take all. Correct. That's a result of it. Because I mean, here in France, it's, um, it's a level system where you're more parliamentary though, right? Like a, a proportional representation, right? Well, yeah, but that's um, as far as elections go. That has little. But in the election, there's two rounds. There's uh, there's there could be as many as uh, twenty parties, and um, it's the top two from the first round that go on to the next round of voting. So I mean, it's just like it's like the 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 U.S. the one-off system. Yeah, it's always going to result in that. Yeah, I think there's something similar in England, but um, they tend more to do um, uh, team tag <laughs> kind of. Right, but even in England, I mean, as as a great example of, of a political system with multiple parties, they don't have two parties. What they do is they have two coalitions of parties that compete against each other, and they kind of come together and form a confederation if you will and that's how they get their prime minister you know because no one party could do it alone things happen the same way here but i mean it's not they they don't the parties don't merge but uh let's just say they make deals well we kind of have we kind of have the same system here in that you have different factions within a party it's just because we definitely have a progressive wing in the Democrat Party. There, there are still a few blue dogs around. There are moderate Democrats, and so we, we have those same factions that 
We just they just don't have their own party name. If you look at it that way. And the sad reality is here in the US on the Republican side it's really difficult to find where the difference where the where the straightation is between Republican as an economics doctrine versus Republicans slash theocrats. Yeah, social versus uh, economic conservatives. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a really hard thing to try to figure out where the differentiation is. I think, but I think the strata, we we really have to look at the strata through uh, a human behavior perspective instead of slapping labels all over everything. Because, I mean, really, for the Republican Party, what I see is you've got um, a quote-unquote leadership who is basically exploiting their, their voter block, who is in turn dependent on them to make all their life decisions and all that. Oh, yeah, we're going to provide you jobs. We're going to, you know, whatever promises they make. And as long as um, the voter block finds things, quote-unquote, tolerable, um, yeah, they're going to they're gonna back their, their chosen leader, provider, decider, whoever whoever told them. We've gotten literally to a point of cult think. Yeah. I, I'm not. Well, that's it. This, this is Jonestown, okay? Um, and that's wow, that, your, your Godwin example. Your, your Godwin example? I'm sorry. Um, I can pull you quotes from, from Hitler from the Second World War. I mean, he didn't, he didn't want to uh, ban religion uh, because there's a quote from him saying, it says, yeah, we're going to damp out atheism. Uh, we need a believing people. And basically, a believing people, a believing people, which means, uh, well, people who are just credulous, who will just, uh, who are open to exploitation, basically. And the first and, thing and he the attacked was the party. media. Exactly. And, and the, the Republican Party, I mean, when you've got somebody less educated and less informed uh, than you, when you're talking about somebody like that, you, you have a choice. You, you can either educate them or exploit them. And as far as I'm concerned, the Republican Party is the latter. I mean, they've just completely fallen into that. Uh, he does love the poorly educated. Oh, God, yeah. The term that we are looking for here, and we keep tap dancing around it because we don't think about it, we are talking about the vast majority. Sorry, we're looking at 70 million people voting who are superstitious. Yeah. Magical thinking. And well, racist. No. Yeah, but it, it, it goes deeper than that because they think that they think themselves they're not responsible for their own lives in a way. You know Agreed. to make yeah, to be able to decide what's good or bad for oneself, one has to be able to make value judgments for oneself, which is critical thinking, um, executive function, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of people just haven't trans they haven't um uh transitioned to that, you know, like we're supposed to around adolescence. Yep. And instead, they spend their entire lives, depending on whatever their chosen leader, decider, provider says, and they go, okay, as long as I follow these rules, 
then I'm going to get these rewards. And I mean, that seems to be the, uh, the mindset. You know, I can come up with dystopian parallels for you all day long. Uh, read some Orwell sometime. Do you think these people don't engage in doublethink? Donald you Trump is, is the choice of God. Donald Trump doesn't go to church. But I'm sorry, but, you know, cognitive, we talk about cognitive dissonance, but cognitive dissonance requires cognition. Right. And there's just nothing there. Like what we see as double speak, you know. Um, no, I mean, holding I, I, two contradictory no, viewpoints at once. I see it all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, literally believing they're, they're, two opposite things. They hold, but you, but they, they, they hold but one side them. to a standard that. Joseph, to, to consider two things, uh, to consider two things opposite, one has to compare them, and I Correct. don't even see that going. I make a value judgment on each. I don't even see that. I just see people saying, "Well, uh, leader, decider, provider said this, so I think the same. That it's same or different, and different is basically somebody in that mindset definition of bad or dangerous or however far you want to go." And ev any evidence that contradicts the leader must be false by definition. Yeah, I guess that's gonna, where they live. I got I got something that I'm going to drop in here, but tech. I'm sorry, I had to cut you off. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, if you listen to the messages that uh, both parties have, you're uh, you're seeing the contradictions because they'll say that their person who has done X, Y, and Z horrible things. They're sorry. They're okay. You know, they're one of us. They have your best interests at heart. But this other party, this opposing party, who's done the same thing, that's not okay for them to do it because they're not one of us. They're trying to hurt you through those actions, regardless of the fact that both actions hurt you or both actions don't actually do anything to you. Specifically, maybe they hurt somebody else. And for a lot of people who aren't affected by those actions but are told that those actions will hurt them by that person, they will become scared of them. And when they're told not to worry about it by their own party and they see it's not hurting them, or they're told that's what's hurting them. Isn't actually that it's something else by another party. Again, they're not thinking for themselves like Joe's saying, and like you're saying, uh, and they're dismissing it. It's a cult of personality. And I, I saw that I for the entire administration. Can I take that a little further? Because when somebody, you know, uh, somebody in that mindset, um, they're going to accept whatever leader says until the point where whatever leader told them to do affects them directly in a negative way. Uh, I'm, and I'm, and it's basically a survival. You know, anybody who makes it through the system, you know, they're still part of the group thing, the, the cult, so they're the army. Um, I don't know if I expressed that clearly. But I mean, people who have been punished, who, people who have been hurt by whatever policies the leader decides and all that, they don't even register after. It's in, a, you can take that to the, the theist mindset. Oh yeah, we're going to put, chalk up all the positive shit to God and all the negative shit to this other guy, the devil, whatever. And you can extend that even to like racism. We're going to, we're going to chalk all the bad shit up to these other people. I mean, it's, for me at the base, it's just, it's 
same thing repeating again and again. And I mean, you know, through three, ten different categories. No, I, I, I hear you there. And that's why I, I suddenly, I don't know that it's necessarily a, a, a huge insight, but it, it is to me because, well, I, I, I'm the only one that I've heard say this one yet. All of this that has happened, the, the superstition that's happened, the, um, okay, I'm painting with an incredibly broad brush for those 70 million people that have voted Republican this time, and perhaps even going further back, but I'm going with this one right now. Is it entirely out of the realm of possibility to make a direct analogy between these people who have been promised the world and more if they just keep voting for these people who are gonna have their back because reasons are following along with this even though it's not in their best interest because they have swallowed the political equivalent of the prosperity gospel. They keep getting promise after promise after broken promise, but it's not that the promise has been broken, it's that you just didn't vote hard enough. You didn't believe hard enough. And if you just go with us just a little bit longer and keep us into power a little bit longer, we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring the South back and all the all the jobs that you want are going to be back here and ready to go ahead and kill you with all the runoff into the rainwater. I really think these people have swallowed the equivalent of a prosperity gospel and don't even don't even realize for what it is. And they don't want to accept that they've been duped. Obey reward. But not even. And what 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 are they getting as a reward? More platitudes. Yeah, but when you don't make value judgments, when somebody doesn't make value judgments for themselves, um, you know, it, it's always, it's also the same repeating behavior, uh, counting, counting the hits and ignoring them or forgetting them. And there's always going to be one person in, around them. It's almost like playing the lottery. I mean, there's going to be one person in that any given group thing group who is going to get the reward they were hoping for. So that's going to be pointed at as an example, and they're going to hope for the same thing. It's like hope, hope and dependence. Oh, while the corrugated cardboard of their house is melting in the rain. Yeah, and they're being told it's made of brick, and they believe it. Or Bridget had something to add on to that. Yeah, or that the the house is falling apart because some other reason. Bridget, go ahead. Or did you have anything? Are you even there? Darling. She said in the chat, because I go next. That was a mistake. Oh. Oh. Uh, What? Are you back? Try try talking. 
testing. Hun. Okay, I'm having a emergency. I'll be right back. Okay. Bridget, can you talk to us now? Broke. There you are. There we can hear you. Okay. Yay. Um, the other piece of this, too, is we have single-issue voters, and their whole thing is abortion. And besides that, we've had so many theocrats that have um, taken over government. They've been working on it for decades. Yep. Mike Pence is definitely one. And, you know, the, the whole dominionism thing of trying to take over the seven mountains of, you know, society, business, family, education, the government, all of that. They think that they have to do this in order to bring on the second coming. And part of the Bush administration's reason for going to war was to try to bring on Armageddon faster. And, you know, this whole moving the embassy to Jerusalem and all that plays into that as well. And it scared me years ago that a third of the people in Congress were actual dominionists and theocrats and it's more, even more now. Um, Ted Cruz is one, Sarah Palin was one, Michelle Bachman was one, you know, Bush was one. Um, Trump really isn't, but he plays to them, and Pence definitely is. And as bad as Trump has been in destroying everything that Obama put in place and destroying, you know, the norms that we have here, Pence as a president would have scared the fuck out of me. He he tried to do stuff like that in Indiana when he was our governor. You know, he's the one that did the funerals for fetuses thing. Oh, yeah. Um, violated the, the Fourth Amendment to where, you know, policemen could come into your house without a warrant, even if you were at work or something like that, and would never even have to tell you that they were there. And made it to where if, you know, if policemen showed up at your door, you had no choice but to let them in, even if they didn't have a warrant. Um, he also tried to, to pull the, um, you know, passing the Lord's Prayer bill for, um, you know, public students to have to re recite the Lord's Prayer at the beginning of the school day. And I am the one who stopped that because I had standing. My daughter was in the public school system at the time and I contacted, you know, um, FFRF and, you know, gave them a copy of the legislation and the press release saying that it was on Pence's desk and he was going to sign it. And I had no choice. You know, I, I felt like I had no choice, but to contact them and let their legal team handle it. And they made it disappear. But of course <laughs> we're worried about the Islamists and Sharia law. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, but you know, another thing too is I there know. are several schools, um, you know, colleges and things, and Liberty uh, University is one of them, but there are several where their students are, you know, taking political science courses, being trained to be attorneys, and, you know, actually get into cabinet positions and um, administration positions and things like that to take over the government and push dominionism. And that is some scary shit. They Ironically, to, well, they want to bring back Old Testament law and make blasphemy, um, things like that, capital crimes to where they can stone you to death. We have some here in Indiana that were 
elected overwhelmingly, even though they came out publicly and supported that. Welcome Great. to Myanmar. Yeah. Right? Crazy, man. Ironically, they might be the only chance that Roe v. Wade has to survive now. Roe v. Wade is dead. We lost that issue. You know that, right? Uh, I mean, everybody yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we a, lost it. The court is, if if they ever bring it to the court, the court's going to overturn it. They they stacked it. And Unless our- Biden does something radical like add six justices, it's not going to survive. But if they do that, they lose the issue. Well, Arkansas has, um, you know, some cases that they have filed recently that will end up going before SCOTUS. I think it's actually on their schedule. If they hear it. Well, they probably will hear it. There are several in the court who have said that they thought that Roe was decided incorrectly and have openly said that if it comes before them, they want to overturn it. The only thing I can see stopping that would be political pressure from the right. And the reason I say that is because if Roe v. Wade were to fall over the next two to four years, what do they run on in 2022? What do they run on in 2024? It's over. They won. They can't run on a pro-life platform anymore. They'll find something else. Yeah, they'll it's find something else. They'll wedding cakes. But that's a big one. That's a big one. Agreed. So, and... and, and and I'm not saying this is going to happen. This is pure speculation. Let me, but I'm seeing these people that are only about power. Mm-hmm. And I think of giving their base a pro-life decision, killing Roe v. Wade would put them in jeopardy of losing power. There might be some, now, of course it would never be public. You would know. But there might be some behind-the-scenes pushback to that. A true believer like Pence, no. But others in the Republican Party? who Come on, they really don't care. Well, their next issue is going to be trying to get enough governors on board to uh, hold a a constitutional convention. And they are only a couple of states away from having enough GOP on board to do that. And if they do that, they're going to change everything. That is some scary shit. Yeah. They need three and quarters. We, so yeah, they need three quarters, but they uh, but they almost have it. They have. They're close. I was just thinking about the map. Yeah, they were very close. Um, right now, a majority of the uh, governorships are held by GOP, and there are several that are already on board with this. And had said, if one is called, you know, they're in support of calling one. So there's your answer to take the win, Shujin. We'll take yeah. the win. We would. We'll take the win. But this isn't the win. No, I mean, is, we we didn't even is, land in Normandy. Okay, this is us landing on the coast of Africa. That's that's our charge against this this, this fascism, this theocracy. We landed in northern Africa. There's still that far to go. So we'll take that win, but nobody should think that this is over or this is a time to stop fighting. And I got Georgia on my mind. Yeah. Yeah. All, all we did was stop the hemorrhaging 
um, you know, for now. Um, but with McConnell still in power, he's not going to allow anything to go through. He's already said. Georgia. Uh, we need Georgia. Well, we need Georgia. We need both of those. Um, if not, then Mitch McConnell well, to have an aneurysm. Well, that too, or COVID or something. But well, I, why does it have to be you. one or the other? Why not both? <laughs> he has entirely too much power. And what I think Biden may end up having to do to get around Mitch McConnell is just make a bunch of active appointing, you know, acting whatever's like Trump did. Um, yeah, it's backfiring on him now, though. You saw the case today. But- Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. backfiring him because it's illegal. But I think that Biden's going to have to do some things like that to try to get around what Mitch McConnell's going to block. But he had, as far as I uh, as far as I understood from here, he has a thirteen percent approval rate in his own state. How did he get reelected? That's what I want to know. Our I mean, yeah, well, but it's fucking Kentucky. Fear. Nobody's going to vote against the Senate majority leader in their own state. I mean, that's why he won by big numbers, because mm-hmm. he has power in the Senate. A lot of it. And Kentuckians know it. And a lot of dollars roll their way. And he's already said that any appointments that have to be, you know, have to be uh, confirmed by the Senate. He's not going to allow any of them, whether it's a SCOTUS appointment, um, a cabinet position, whatever. He's already come out and said that he will not Correct. allow allow it and a lot so a lot hinges on georgia i can tell you one seat that's going to flip in 2022 and that's pennsylvania pennsylvania is going to send another democrat up in two years you heard it here we're gonna toomey's not even running again and i think it's because he sees the writing on the wall in pa um pa went blue in 16 solely because i think a lot of people thought clinton had the damn thing in the bag yeah, we all did. And they didn't come out. You know, it's like, ah, well, I don't really need to vote. This thing's a foregone conclusion. Eh. Incorrect. And you ended up with literally the most lopsided election in American history. Yeah. None come close. And see, that's the two things that piss me off. The two things that piss me off. Number one is the people thinking, well, I don't have to vote. No, you do have to vote. Sure, it's a choice in this country. But if you don't exercise that choice, you're not only potentially screwing yourself, you're screwing the people around you who you do care about, assuming you actually care about anybody. Because we all know for a fact that there are people out there who don't care about other people. They, even, And some of them don't even care about themselves. It's One of them's in of the life. Oval. One of them's in the <laughs> Oval Office right now. I'm not naming names. I, I'm just saying it's a fact of life. The other thing that pisses me off uh, in, in that fact is that on it, this occurs a lot on the Democrat, progressive, liberal side, much more so than the conservative side, because the conservative side's really good at rounding up the people and getting them to vote. The people on the progressive, liberal, uh, Democrat side. I see a lot of infighting rather than rallying around a primary topic and, and, and supporting each other and building each other up and then getting out that vote, getting the politicians into the office for that topic and then moving on to the next thing. They're so busy fighting each other that the conservatives go, see, look, that's what's going to happen if you get a Democrat in office. But if you stay with me, you get to stay being uh, you get to stay being your uh, racist, bigoted, hateful, sexist self 
and uh, you know, just go ahead and get to the vote. In fact, if you can't vote, we'll send a van or a car and we'll drive you to the polling place. Oh, you can't walk here. We'll get, we'll help you fill out, uh, help you get that absentee ballot, you know, you know, the ones that the Democrats are screwing with, but we'll help you make sure that your vote is secure. Meanwhile, on the other side, everybody's infighting. So sometimes you got to stop with that crap. Um, liberals, progressives, all of you guys, I'm talking to all of you. You piss me off something fierce when you get a little bug on something and you forget the big picture. You stop caring about the big picture because you've got that one little niggle, one little bug, one little scratch up your ass and you're so busy trying to scratch that itch you're not paying attention to the rest of the shit going on around you and you don't live in a safe state i don't care who you are no but i mean there's no such thing as a safe blue state they don't exist exactly they're a myth okay probably a myth came from where all of our recent myths come from i all right i'm 50 but you can't name a you can't name a state that hasn't that I haven't seen gone red. I know you can't because there isn't one. It doesn't exist. There is no state in the union that I haven't that in my lifetime hasn't gone red. Not one. Yep. And that's there's because no, people change. Well, and there's and because there's really no damn such thing as a safe state. I mean, big margins in California right now, so I don't see that changing anytime soon. But Freaking Wisconsin, they thought, was a safe state. Hmm. That was a stupid idea. Gore won Wisconsin by 5,000 votes. They didn't think that was a... That's the blue wall? That's your wall? But people had it in their mind. It's okay for me to vote third party. I'm in a safe state. So we should be debunking that myth right now. I've seen Massachusetts go red. I've seen New York go red. I've seen California go red. Yep. Not that long ago. So, and, and hell, we saw Georgia go blue. That was a shock. No. Nah. Yeah, well, to me, to me, it was. If you've been watching it since 2016 and Stacey Abrams. Well, yeah. Courageous but, uh, gubernatorial run that almost got there. And mm-hmm. they had to, they had to employ some serious voter suppression because her opponent also happened to be the secretary of state running the election. Yep. And still, she almost beat him. I had a feeling. And she's been like the day her gubernatorial run was over. I want to credit this lady because she deserves it. The yeah. day her gubernatorial run was over, she started working on getting out the vote for 2020. Yeah. The day she's been working on it for two years. She's been signing up voters. She's been she's been combating voter suppression in that state. And that win belongs as much to Stacey Abrams as it does anybody on the ballot, which is why I think they can win in January. I got I got hope for that. Two seats right there. That's the Senate. And then guess what? They can change the Senate rules so that the next Republican majority leader won't have as much power. All you got to do is have the Senate for a little while. You can change the Senate's rules. I will be donating to their campaigns. I can tell you that much. Me too. Me too. And I don't usually donate to political campaigns, but this time, this matters more than the presidency. Yes. I wish I had to, that I could really do. Cool. 
Well, even if it's five bucks, do it. Even if it's one dollar. I'll yeah. donate five bucks for you, my friend. I will make a donation in your name. I appreciate Done. that. Not a problem. Because this one's important. And, you know, I got friends down there in Georgia, those of you don't know. And I have a Georgia Bulldogs t-shirt, which I wore in one of my Facebook rants. I because several. I was so happy. Yeah, I have several friends that live in Georgia. And and, and uh, no illusions right now lives in Georgia. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I was, he was... And his wife knows my list. It's amazing how that worked. Well, I mean, you got to take care of his in-laws and her parent, her dad. So, yeah. And the cats. And the cats. And the cats. We have to, uh, we have to get, uh, get wrapping ourselves, uh, for tonight. But, um, I want to, uh, before, before I give us all, uh, a, a quick to, to wrap up on, I just want to remind folks. It's okay to be angry. Just remember how to channel it. Don't hurt somebody, most assuredly not yourself. Remember, don't punch like this, like this. Nice, straight. If you can find a roll of nickels to put in the middle, even better. You know, I mean, if you're going to punch a Nazi, do it right. Just keep that in mind for yourself. Um... I, for change, honestly don't really know what, uh, what I want to close with at the moment, if anything. So, um, we'll give everybody a, a, a quick run over here. Uh, something very, very brief. And, uh, Bill, I'll have you, uh, kind of close us all out with all this. Uh, Bridget, was there anything that you wanted to get off the table before we get out? I'm sure. I just, I, I take it personally that there are people who want me dead and want my friends dead. That's fair. And yeah. And, and I think that's, that's very fair. And I, you know, I just don't see how we can reconcile with people who are bigoted, racist, and, you know, willing to, to kill people. I just, I can't find any common ground with that. No, that's fair. That's, 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 that's very fair. Joey, I know the answer's probably no, but was there anything left over that, uh, that you wanted to drop? You may be muted outside of the Discord. Oh, there you go. now? You could. Lovely. All I have to say is, is this fucked up year over yet? It's counting down, dude. It's counting down. I measured out my uh, my rum. I've got enough shots for one a day until this year's over. I just have the sneaking suspicion that 2020 is not going to let go without taking some of us with it. You're afraid that we're going to get to uh, December 31st, 1261 a.m. That's That's what you're worried about, right? Something like that. Can't say to blame you, but I'm on board. Wait, um, you mean it's 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 not still September 1993? He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, there's the Usenet user right there. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. I do now, Joseph. 
<laughs> anything, uh, anything quick that you've got left over that you want to get out? Mm, not much. Just um, hoping for the next generation, or working towards the next generation. Where's that? As Bridget says, I mean, reasoning with people who are stuck in groupthink. Um, you know, if they see us as a danger, there's not much chance of educating. So yeah. all we can do is <clears throat> teach people to be responsible for themselves and their fellows and their decisions themselves through their own judgment. Yeah, let's hope. Tech, what you got left uh, real quick, if anything? Um, what I said before. For those who really want to see the progressive change, when you listen to the two parties uh, really briefly and you just you boil it down to very simple language, you have one side going, look, if you don't listen to me, bad things are going to happen. In fact, the other party gets in, they're just going to do all this harm and, and that's it. And we're just going to make sure they're not going to do any harm if you get us in. Whereas the other party saying, well, this party's already done harm. They plan on doing more. We don't plan on doing this kind of harm, but we do plan on making changes that will be helpful. They're not going to be easy changes. Here's the plans for them. Here's how they impact things. Here's how you can help. And so on and so on and so on. One group is trying to move forward. You don't have to agree with all the changes. But change is part of reality. And while that might scare a lot of people, You've been changing your whole life. Every time you go to sleep and wake up, you're slightly different from the person you were the day before. You're, you should be aware that change is happening around you. Trees change, plants change, animals change. We are all part of the planet around us. We are changed too. Stop being afraid of it and start guiding the change rather than trying to put everything in a block of ice or even rewinding time to go back to when you were comfortable. The history is called history for a reason. Learn from it, move forward. Seriously. And don't be afraid to admit that fear. Don't be afraid to sit down and talk to somebody about it. Don't be afraid to say, I'm afraid. It's okay. You're human. We all are. And we all make mistakes and we try to learn from them. Some people won't admit it. Some people won't admit reality. That's really something to be afraid of. Fair enough. Bill, where would you like to finish off for tonight? Well, I think we've covered these topics pretty thoroughly, but I would like to say thank you. For, to you and to each and every one of your hosts here for allowing me to come join you and, and be part of this cool conversation tonight. I really do appreciate it. It's been awesome. And another thing I just want to throw out there is I've been getting a lot of messages since I started doing my YouTube rants. And like I said, the Barber Matheus died about three years ago, but people have been asking me to bring it back. And right now, I've got a few folks coming in and asking me to do that. And that's a very real possibility. 
Um, so if people want it, reach out to me. Let me know how you feel about it because I'm, I'm really trying to make this decision right now. Um, as a little teaser, it won't be exclusively me and Susie. There are some folks that you may know from uh, another defunct podcast that I don't know if it'll be a regular segment or maybe we'll, they'll actually be co-hosting with us, but we've definitely got some uh, no religion required influence happening. So if you want that, let me know. Um, I'm right here. I'm, I'm, I'm equally balanced on do, do not do. So, yeah, your, your text or message could be the one. That's all I got to say. So your vote actually matters. Your vote counts. See? <laughs> Democracy. Well, I have no no votes yet, though, so it must be rigged. It could be. <laughs> Nobody's reached out and said, no, don't do it. I don't want to hear that crap. So that's a good thing. That'd be interesting. Let me let me leave this all with uh, with this. This year has sucked. The last four years have sucked. The last nine months have been absolute abject horror. And for anybody that wants to go ahead and keep saying, my Republican Party cares for me. In nine months, your Republican Party has granted you less than $2,000 to survive. For those people who are not able to go out and earn a living, $2,000 over the course of six or even nine months, depending as to when people were able to get out, and some don't or can't. Some people have been lucky. They've been able to find a way of doing a job at home, you know, telecommuting. Some have gone ahead and done, you know, only fan pages, and people get all pissy about sex work isn't real work, you fuck yourself. People are doing what it is that they need to do. And your precious red group has been effectively complicit in allowing murder by simply not caring. They don't care. If they cared, we'd be done. If they cared, we'd be in the same place as New Zealand. The greatest economy in the world can't survive being shut down for a month. Two. Without a vaccination, the best way of dealing with this pandemic has been to starve the damn disease. It's exactly the same thing that happens when you do vaccinate. You starve the damned disease. But they couldn't be bothered to pay for it. Because it would come out of somebody else's pocket. Specifically theirs. 
Could have been the military. It could have been anyone of who only knows how many different damn things. But it came out of their quarterly sales. That's what it comes down to. You want to be pissed off at somebody? You want to be pissed off at the guys in blue because they're coming from their guns? Yeah, look at the last 50 years. When has a Democrat ever done that? Oh, but they're tax and spend liberals. The fuck are you supposed to do with money once you've accumulated it? Hoard it? That doesn't happen in the public sector. Only in the private. So if ever you want to go ahead and say that everything's just going to be fine keeping things the way that they're going now, please understand that as much as I know that you are another American and that you've got just as much right to your vote and your opinion as I've got to mine, please understand that I'm trying my absolute hardest to actually bridge the gap between us by telling you, go fuck yourself. And why? Why do I say that that's bridge building? Because if you've known me long enough, you would know full well if I'm telling you to go fuck yourself. It's probably a really good goddamn reason why. You should take a look in the mirror. Better yet, go take a look at history. Examine who's done what, because actions speak better than words. They're louder. They can't be doctored. So, if I scream at the top of my lungs, go fuck yourself, but I do something right, or somebody quietly does something wrong, which one should you be listening to? Figure it out for yourself. Oh yeah, and while we're still at it, go fuck yourself. With that, we need to wrap up before I go ahead and go another 15 minutes because I've still got enough anger still left over because I got a whole bunch of other things. As always, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Those of you that stuck around because you were thinking, nah, can't be that bad, could it? Yeah, it really wasn't that bad, but you know what? Go fuck yourself for even thinking that you should just go ahead and just assume that everything is just the way that it's supposed to be, whatever. Guys, over the live chat, thank you for being with us tonight. Seeker, Stephanie, uh, Thermrock, Mitski, thank you guys. I, I do want to point out real quick, uh, Mitski, that, yes, that is a beautiful idea. Um, especially if you have no intentions of talking to them. Mitski put in chat, the holidays are upon us. Make your family meals interesting by making donations in the name of your racist family members to an opposing charity. I'll, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> make sure you have some rum. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, there is a company out there that will uh, anonymously deliver bags of gummy dicks for you. Hmm. So keep that in mind. As always, everybody, Sorry, the mic. everybody, thank you very much, Bill. It is an honor to be able to get you back any opportunity. And you guys know full well. When you've got uh, 
when you've got time, when you've got enough bile left over that you think that you got to go and, and jump on, even even when Barometheus isn't rolling, you just let me know. Uh, make sure that i got a, a clear space for you, which is part of the reason why I wanted to do this. Thank you. Too much love, brother. Too much love. <laughs> so if there happens to be something that comes up, where should people be looking? Yeah, uh, I have a Facebook page for Barroom Atheist. It's still I, that I've kept in operation. See, I, I haven't paid my hosting fees in a year and a half, so I don't know where it'll be. Um, but I will be announcing it there. You can find it there. Um, and I'll tell you what I'll do. I, if, if I do it, I will shoot you the information and you can announce it on a future show. I don't know where it's going to be hosted yet. I, I haven't got that far. Whether I just renew where I was or uh, maybe go something new. Because I have all the back episodes on a hard drive, so. That's good. We could redo. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll uh, add an extra feed in through us. I'll, I'll have to talk to Dallin about that. But still, you take care of yourself. If I, I mean, the the likelihood is I will end up talking to you sometime before the holiday actually, you know, the holiday crunch really happens. But even so, in the meantime, stuff is starting to happen. You guys be safe out there, huh? Anytime you want to actually, you know, use vocalization, that'd be good. Yeah, I was muted. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, you too, man. And we'll definitely see. Uh, you know, this this pandemic thing will end at some point, and maybe they'll start having those conventions again somewhere, and we can we can hook up or I don't know. You're not that far from me. Nah. Anything within day's drive is not that far from me. So. We'll, 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 we'll talk hell I've driven to Indiana you know it's not a big deal yes, we'll see about that But I didn't like it though sorry Bridget I didn't like it I'm a transplant I don't like it either I'm, I'm originally from Memphis I always go there and see my buddy Andrew Garber oh yeah I know, I know him yeah. I, used to, I used to drive through Terre Haute like once every couple months and we'd always have dinner or something. So, yeah. I, yeah. Susie, yeah and I, I, Susie and I like to take it on the road, but we can't. There's a damn pandemic. Yeah. So. I, I, I know Terre Haute well. I usually drive through there if I'm going to Indianapolis, go up through Terre Haute, and then over. Well, that Bob Evans right there on the highway is my spot on 70. Yeah. And um, I don't know if Andrew Garber's still doing his... Uh, political roundtable or atheist roundtable or not, but I used to pop on there frequently and, and join in the uh, roundtable. Fair enough. Joseph. Joseph, thank you. Um, thank you for working so hard to try and get the, the connection with us better. You take good care of yourself and thank you so very much. Have a safe week. Oh, thank you, sir. And actually, I should offer my apology for the, the sound quality. Uh, yeah, I was awake at four o'clock in the morning. Thought I was going to sleep another hour and woke promptly at, uh, 5.59 before the show started. So. Well, you made it though. Yeah. Well, stay safe out there and see you next week. I appreciate it, man. Take care.
Tech, good to have you back, man. You take good care of yourself. You be safe, too, huh? Yeah, um, the death count, the daily death count in my state is nasty. Um, my state's red and not in the political means. Um, I haven't seen my offspring in quite a while, many, many months. More than some people have uh, gone from seeing their loved ones and so on. And he doesn't like it. I don't like it. But we understand it. And we understand the ramifications. And we still talk about it. Uh, because, you know, we have online communications available to us. And we utilize them. If I can do it, other people can do it. Fair enough, man. Thanks. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Joey, look at the bright side. Now you get to go to sleep. Aren't you happy? You don't know the half of it. <clears throat> Pretty well, I can tell. Thanks for being able to make it, man. You take care of yourself. <laughs> uh, I do what I can. I apologize that I didn't say very much tonight, but it's. Uh, I, th- I like to think that I've made my... Uh, my feelings on this sort of stuff well known previously. Oh yeah. And believe me as much piss and vitriol as I've uh, put out on this show before, I figured it's good enough to give somebody else a chance. True enough. You take care of yourself, man. Thank you. Bridget. Well, what can we say? (laughs) Thank you. And fuck Mike Pence. Yeah, fuck Mike Pence. <laughs> Do we have time? And fuck the I GOP will in not. the state. No, well, just fuck the GOP in the state. I'm just. <sighs> I'll do a lot for the cause, but I am not fucking Mike Pence. <laughs> I- I'm just saying it might change his stance on gay marriage. Oh, it would if I did. <laughs> <laughs> It would change his stance in a lot of ways. <laughs> That's holy crap the vlogcast, 1300 Elmwood Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14222. Dial carefully and good luck. No, that's that's not really what Bridget, you go you you have you have a restful a restful night, I sincerely hope. And um is is your gentleman still going? I what? Your your ICU gentleman. Is he still going? Uh yes, he he is still. No, don't 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 sound down about that. Being still showing up in the ICU is better than not showing up. I, I I I don't know. I mean, it's been since March. Yep. And I think at this point it would be more merciful if he passed. Well, one less thing to. Well, it's not in that overlap to have to deal with. But thank you very kindly for your time. And folks, find you. Uh, they can send me a press. Um, can't talk. Friend request. <laughs> she, needs a, she needs a fresca. That's what she needs. Uh, she needs a fresca. You can send me a friend request on Facebook at uh, 
Bridget Fitch or find me on my uh, blog at Bridget Fitch 2112 or press.com. And of course, uh, Dallin would otherwise be here. Something tells me that he might have fallen asleep because normally he would be here and he was, uh, well, we'll see how it is. But uh, all the information for the show, as well as the audio version of the show, are over at the webpage at holycrapthevlogcast.com. All of our contact information is over there also. If you'd like to leave a voicemail that actually qualifies as original or artistic or something that's, you know, original, you can leave the voicemail over at 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554, and we know that we're kind of still dealing with a lot of stuff, and we're going to continue to be. It's not just the politics, and it's not just the pandemic, and it's not just the being starved for affection. There's a lot that we're all getting through, and there's a lot that we're still trying to get through, and there's a lot of people we're scared for. We will be here. We will continue to be here, and we are still going to do our best to give you something to hold on to. So, until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Peace and long life. Live long and prosper. My lady, 15 years on, I am still in love. But today, Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.